Albuquerque's macro aggression. Eddie Aragon, the rock of talk. All right, uh, 442. And when Michael Hendricks is leaving, he said, I just want to be clear. I want to let him know that I do not think that he's mentally ill. And I'm like, okay, well, he's an attorney. I wonder if he's getting sued. And I said, well, I can pretty much say whatever he wants because he's a public uh, official. And I had several other people who were saying, ah, I say Eli is mentally ill. And I'm, you know, I'm simply looking at the victim mentality. I mean, this is yep. real. This yep. Self-victimization is a mental illness. Yeah. If yeah. you consistently do it and talk yourself down, you're mentally ill. You're deranged at I, this point. I can't blame Counselor Hendricks for saying what he said because I was at a uh, one of those well, ridiculous... Wait, 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 stop, stop. Before, it, before you, you go there, I just, let, me, let me finish my thought here, and then you give us your uh, walk down memory lane. Uh, and I do want to hear what you say, but I want a point of clarification just in case, Damon Eli, and I hope that you're listening, sir... You cannot sue me for making these statements, nor could you sue Michael Hendricks for even thinking that you are mentally ill. Because there's various statements. It's not false, because you can't prove it to be false or true. Okay? It's not published to a third party because there's no publishing. And there's no harm or intent here when the harm or intent was actually created by you to go back after him. And if you look at this, like this would be considered slander, right? This would harm him, uh, harm him personally or something like that. Uh, says, you might have to deal with a few other caveats to defamation. If the plaintiff had good reason to believe that you have a mental illness, he heard it from a few other sources. Or if he said something like, the plaintiff acts like he has XYZ illness without actually claiming that you have the illness, you have a steeper hill to climb. But your chances are whether or not you'd be able to sue isn't worth even pursuing. Even if you win, you probably did not suffer enough harm to make the suit worth it, unless you can show that the statement somehow harmed a business or your reputation in a broader scale. And as a politician, you can say pretty much, as you've seen with Donald Trump, anything that you want. And if I'm not mistaken, that's exactly what they're doing with Donald Trump right now. Oh, sure. They're saying that uh, he is uh, mentally ill. They said that at the very beginning. He needed a mental evaluation. And now they're saying that the coronavirus is creating mental illness, and it's uh, clouding his judgment. Yep, yep. And, and, of course, I think it was with a psychiatrist, a psychologist. They were basically diagnosing him never having sat down with the man for three minutes and totally irresponsible for people, so-called scientists, to do that, what they did to, to Donald Trump, and who does have a very different personality than I do, but I would not call the man mentally ill because he's different than I am. Uh, just some memories of, of Damon Heli, as we used to call him at the Liberty Hub in the old days, uh, leading, the, leading the charge against local right to work. Uh, communities in this state, I think it was either 10 or 11 counties voted for local right to work, just trying to claw their way out of this pit of big government and, and, and corruption in our state, stand out as communities that are pro-economic development, you know, come in here and, we, and people can decide for themselves whether they want to pay tribute to a union or not. Uh, Damon Eli led the charge in uh, passing the legislation that crushed local right to work in New Mexico. I was at a town hall, oh boy, it was probably at least a year ago, one of these ridiculous legislator town halls where Damon Eli was boasting about how he's a lawyer who sues other lawyers. Just yes. to, to indicate how clever I am. Yeah. Uh, he's just so smug and self-satisfied. Um, and he lives in Corrales. Uh, yeah, and, he, and so I'm not commenting on his mental state. I'm just saying that he is a... Uh, I think we'd like to have somebody else serving in his, uh, what, District 23. That, I think the state would be far, far better off just so full of himself i mean all politicians are full of themselves i dare say as someone on this network once said all politicians are scumbags um he's just smug and self-satisfied and i'm a lawyer who sues other lawyers so i've got to be at the top of my game um that's who you're dealing with damon eli folks so uh look into uh his opponent who i believe uh there is a republican opponent ellis mcmath is that uh, correct? mcmath yes and i've and actually i've actually seen Mr. McMath's signs in Corrales, so there are some Republicans oh, there in go. Corrales. Yeah. There we go. 
Well, I think it's important to, uh, you know, if I walked around all the time and if somebody, something that somebody said affected Hispanic people, I'm like, I'm offended. I deserve yeah, and I demand right. an apology. I've never heard you say that. Or, you know, you're, you're offending people who are over six feet and 250 pounds. I'm offended. You know, yep. or yep. T- take your category. Well, I'm Jewish. I'm a, you know, no, stop. Stop the insanity. Just let it, as Susan Powder once said, just <laughs> yes. let it go. Yes. Let it go. Well, it's right? tribalism. You know, it's so funny. You know, what do you say? No, he's creating a tribe. I- exactly. Out of, out, of, out of something well, that no one's even paying attention to. Is it, have you called it projection before where the other side accuses their opponents of what they do? Well, let's look at Black Lives Matter. He's taken the exact tactic that, that Black Lives Matter would use, and he's basically turned it into a microcosm uh, over with uh, the race with Michael Hendricks. Yep. And let's not... <laughs> You know, the, the, his opponent, who's never won a race before, has never ran before, uh, raised a bunch of money for Bill Richardson and a bunch of other. Th- this is one of their tricks that they pull out of their playbook. And getting, how did the media even pick up on this story in the first place? Wasn't even that worthy was, of, like, of an that's article. That's a form of mental illness in and of itself. Oh my gosh, I can't believe Michael Hendricks. He pulled that out, and just so it, you you attributed that to to Nazi and, and Hitler, and 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 uh, I think that Michael Hendricks is an anti-Semite. Well, what's wrong with you people? Yeah, you're yeah. blowing this out of proportion, and it's unnecessary. And you're, it, 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 this is why you guys need to just go out and go vote. You already know who you're going to vote for anyway, as it is right now. Most of you, uh, and and just clear the clouds on this ridiculous back and forth. The country is so incredibly divided. Looking for more ways. To be divisive yep, is yep. not good, and that is not uh, united. Well, the worst of all of Eli in this comment here might be the worst I've ever seen of Damon Eli, and I'm something of a student of Damon Eli. Uh, I don't think it's appropriate to compare either party to an ideology that killed six million of my people. I hate to break it Why to you. Why are they his people? Hey, hate to break it to you, Damon. You were born in the late 1950s, okay? You, you, you weren't part of the Holocaust. Uh, I know uh, horrendous number, millions of people suffered under the Holocaust, but they're accusing the other side of what they do themselves. They're always talking about Trump. The dog. How many times did Joe Biden say the dog whistles? You know, these are the dog whistles to the crazy uh, white supremacists and the crazy, you know, Christian yeah, fundamentalists. Um, you're, this is what, what, how, how is what Damon Eli said any different? I mean, this kind of division, my people, your people, it's toxic. It's toxic. Every time it's been tried in world history, it causes violence, you know, beyond just simple discrimination. It, it eventually leads to violence and division, civil war, that kind of stuff. America is founded as an ideal of individuality. Not We don't do my people in America. It's a loathsome phrase he used. And again, Hendricks is not the villain here. Damon Eli is the villain. Yeah, certainly that. I appreciate the, that commentary, especially as a student of Damon Eli. Uh, Caller, you're in the Kiva, but I'm going to put you on hold until the next break. You can come into the Kiva in just a moment. So hold on through the break, and then we'll bring you back. So I'm letting people know we're going to take calls, and I'll read all the texts. Uh, during our last segment, we'll talk about more tribalism and where it's really kind of coming from. You're seeing it coming from the media, uh, you know, the television stations, uh, uh, the newspapers are, are uh, continually do it. And, you know, here we are. They've got to play both sides. So this is how you know that Keller's people are getting a hold of the Albuquerque Journal. I mm. saw this this morning. I'm like, OK, uh, we're going to start talking about uh, how Mike Geyer should have been fired last year. Well, this is the first I'm hearing of this. <laughs> Me too. This was such a big deal, and he was going to be fired. I don't see that this was the cause for his firing. In fact, I believe that uh, Chief Geyer retired on his own, and now you're putting out stuff with his old guy, and Chief Geyer hired this guy. Uh, what's his name? Medina? Yep. Crybaby Medina, as uh, uh, Dennis Domsrowski called it. <laughs> and there is a little bit of, of, of to that. Here's, uh, here's an article... Uh, coming from the journal, front page of the journal this morning, uh, talking about a guy who was 
who hung himself, and because he didn't follow the appropriate measures, the officer's name was Franco. He's uh, one of our officers here in the airport area now, and it looks as if Geyer, they're playing uh, Monday morning quarterback, and he didn't check back in 30 minutes. He didn't check back until over an hour, and the man hung himself. Um, I couldn't really figure out how he did it, but somehow... They don't explain his, it very well in the somehow story. Somehow with his handcuffs? Well, there were other shackles in the where in the, in the the room he was in. That okay. was not res- the Officer Franco was not responsible for that. They were left behind by another officer. So, you know, the more you read of this, the better Franco looks, and, and the worse this man who killed himself looks. Um, they talked to his brother. Um, he, he had behavioral health issues and was in jail or prison about 75% of his adult life. I'm not trying to cheapen the man's life, but... Uh, you know, again, this is a guy with a lot of problems, yep. and you know maybe the protocol is you, you check every half hour, but you know maybe the officer was involved in something and, and couldn't check back uh, in half an hour. The shackles. So they were asking too much for our officers for what they get paid, their compensation, and everything. I mean, if I'm part of the Albuquerque Police Department right now, and you know that you're going to be slandered for the political needs of uh, Tim Keller and Medina, who's yep. trying to now get a job. I mean, this is just total crap. And Franco, I'd never talk to Medina again. I imagine Franco's friends would be like. I didn't even know the guy's in the room by himself. Like he hung himself. Yep. Yep. How is that my responsibility? Yeah, I, I was attending to this, this, and this, uh, filing IA reports and and various that's internal affairs and various other things to try and get. And you're going to blame me, and now you're going to blame a year because it's politically expedient. Yep. For and, and I'll tell you what, this is a complete and total retaliation because Tim Keller woke up Sunday morning, read the article, and read Jolene Gutierrez and said. You know, Chief Geyer was always there for us. No, he let a mentally ill man. This yep. is basically what they're trying to do. They're trying to put the death of this man who is mentally ill under Chief Geyer. It's total crap. Yep. Yep. Politics uh, at its worst. Well, well and, and what do we hear from Sean Willoughby every two weeks? Uh, morale is at an absolute low point. Uh, one of Geyer's reasons for not imposing the strictest possible discipline on this officer was it would hurt morale in the department. Morale's already suffering. Um, this officer was awarded Uniformed Officer of the Month wow. uh, once. So, I mean, he had he had other issues, too, and, and, and maybe he didn't check within the timely way because maybe he was distracted with other things. You know, it's, it's one of these cases, Eddie, and I always go back to that bartender who was shot weeks ago. There's instant judgment. There's media superficiality. Then when you read the details of these cases, the cops end up looking not quite so villainous as, they, as they're being portrayed. So, And you know me, folks. I'm not in the habit of defending public employees. But when you dig down into the, the facts of these cases, you know, it makes for a great headline. When you read all the coverage, when you read the reports, um, not, not so black and white. Most of our, uh, uh, our cops out there, I'd say 99.5% of them are great cops. There's just a Indeed. couple of bad apples, and they resurface. But they're trying to make the entire Santa Fe Police Department. Remember, yesterday, what was in the Santa Fe, New Mexican? It was like, we need more police. Yep. We need to have more police presence. Right. Homeless, you know, they're, out of they, control. The NIMBY crowd was out there saying, well, we're angry that this homeless crowd is out there doing drugs, shooting up. and also Today, the politicos got a hold of the Santa Fe, New Mexican, and they're straining them over. And they're saying, you know what? Did you know that the Santa Fe police officers have filed dozens of criminal cases late did you know that they're not actually cracking down on crime? They're actually not doing a good job? I mean, one day it's one thing. The other day it's the other. Yep. yep City police yep. filed nearly three dozen criminal complaints in magistrate court one day late last week with many months-old charges drawing criticisms from prosecutors, public defenders, and Santa Fe County judge who said the delays raised public safety concerns and could cause problems with prosecution. I'd offer you the same exact criticism. Not paid enough, overwhelmed, right? That's a, a big issue. And... 
What about the closing and opening times of various places where they actually can file some of this information? Unbelievable. I mean, they, they put at the bottom of the article the most important information in the article. Another contributing factor to these cases being filed late was that there were only four employees in the department's record unit, down from five. Okay, that doesn't sound like much, but get this. Those employees 20%. were only allowed to work four hours per week from May 6th through June 30th. Uh, due to furloughs. So uh, oh. maybe that had something to do with some of these late filings. Maybe, maybe, just maybe. A small contributor. Oy. Activism journalism. Let's talk on uh, whether, I'll tell you what, it's journalism for sale. Yeah. You know, what? if the Santa Fe, if the governor's office wants to get a hold of the papers and the, the news organizations, they can get them to say whatever they want. Same thing for, you know, Mayor Keller or anybody else, wherever they have some sort of uh, stroke or influence uh, over. And you see me, I'm an equal opportunity offender. I mean, I think I started out, tell you exactly why uh, Steve Pierce, Michelle, or uh, excuse me, Steve Pierce and uh, Anissa Fortinen did not back uh, Michelle Garcia Holmes. There's no support for her. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and she's running in a binary race. It's her versus her opponent. That's it. 550-5500. We'll uh, read your text and take your calls. There's two people on the line. So make it quick. Rudy, let's check on weather and traffic. All right. It looks like we're going to put things together with a nice forecast in the weather. Great through Sunday. No sign of rain. 85 uh, all four days up ahead. And right now I can tell you we're a little above that right now. At Corrales, it's 86. Paseo Crossing, 87 and 85 at the Rock of Talk. It is nasty business if you're trying to get away from the Air Force Base right now on Eubank especially. Eubank Northbound just comes to a real stop at Buenaventura, and it's under 10 miles an hour all the way beyond I-40. In fact, you don't get speeds back to Lomas. May want to try Wyoming today. And looks like it's really stubborn here on San Mateo just before you get to Raw Greens where we're at. And, I mean, if you get off I-40 and you go north on San Mateo, you're going to be under 10 miles an hour there all the way till you get just beyond Manal. All right. With uh, that in mind, i got to say, we're right here at Raw Greens. Come on by. If you can't do anything else. Honk as you go by. But what do you got going for us today, Lizzie? Yeah, so today I want to talk about some of our pain cream topicals. This is something that's going to be really great, you know, for if you have any uh, distinctive joint pain. Uh, We have many different topicals that are going to be infused with many different essential oils or even non-scented. These are going to be really good, you know, to rub on your neck at the end of the night or if your feet are killing you at the end of a workday, really good to rub those on, put some socks on, and get ready for bed. Well, I got to tell you, that's going to be very important when the weather does turn cold, because that's when my joints start to go bad. All right, you got to come by and meet the people here at Raw Greens. Really, a great place on San Mateo, just north of Manal. With that, we're up to date. Now let's dive back into the Rock of Talk. Albuquerque's macro aggression. Eddie Aragon, the Rock of Talk. All right, very quickly, calls and texts, and uh, very quickly, your text. From my understanding, Mike Garden asked Harold Medina to come back on his own. Medina is related to someone in the Democrat Party. <laughs> I've heard he's related to the Lujans. Maybe with all your contacts, we've you never seen that in New Mexico before. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Eddie, you know, we could say that's where the difference uh, is. If the filed paperwork gets filed late to the police department, they just let the criminals go anyway. Anyway, it's a revolving door. So what difference uh, does it make? Uh, Ryan gives a good chuckle. I say Eli is mentally ill. Um, let's see what else we got. Uh, Regal Crown Club shutting down all their theaters. Uh, someone's sending me that. Vote Michael Hendricks from a loyal listener, Ken. Thank you, Ken. I appreciate that. Uh, any truth to this? 
To all the friends, family, and other connected people of mine, we have been seeing all Facebook predictions about MLG shutting down polling stations on the 15th. But I just got word that the prediction has truth behind it. I cannot get 100% confirmation, but coupled with the legislation from the closed session where the health secretary can close the polling places 16 days before the general election, I think there's something to worry about. So please vote as humanly possible, early as humanly possible. Don't let MLG take your vote away from you. So 550-50-500. Caller, caller, you're in the Kiva. Go ahead. Thanks for waiting. Yeah, supporting statement on what I what I just heard. Um, and first of all, quickly, should anybody? Yeah, my my father was a Holocaust survivor. So was my grandmother's aunt's uncle's grandfather. Escaped Nazi Germany. So if anybody wants to call me on anything, feel free. Also, in addition, my my one of my daughter, my oldest daughter, is Jewish because her mother was Jewish. And I discovered a long, long time ago when I was still just a child that if you criticize uh, somebody and they happen to be Jewish, then often the the uh, anti-Semite or self-hating Jew card was pulled out, and I didn't really appreciate it. And I learned that it puts me in fear to criticize somebody if they happen to be Jewish. And so that's something that I've noticed from from real life, and, and it's, a, it's a real thing, and, and I wanted to point that out. Oh, and lastly, um, Hitler did a lot of nasty things to Jewish people and to uh, million, tens of millions of other people who, who were not Jewish, and we have a right to criticize Hitler when, whenever we feel like it without being you know, labeled with the anti-Semite uh, 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 or self-hating Jew thing is what I was going to say about that. So, David, good call. I appreciate call. it. Good insight. Uh, thanks for lining up all your comments uh, that way. And uh, i got to say, uh, that was a, uh, just it nailed it on the head. And people should understand the the difference between people who practice Judaism uh, versus Zionism and uh, what Very that different. is. And you need to understand uh, that in many of the people who are you know, Jewish uh, tradition, uh, most of those people who come to power are Zionists. Um, it's very important that you understand that distinction. And uh, if you know Jewish people who subscribe to Zionism, nothing could be further further from people who practice Judaism. If I'm confusing you, look it up. Judaism versus Zionism. I happen to know a lot about it. All right, back on the top of the hour. Fox News. Uh, check back in uh, two minutes. We'll kick it off with the Rona being unstoppable. Dow's going to take us through a tour of that. 